For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to On My Block Podcast. Get off my lawn. I know. Give, a Green Bay Packer Podcast. I'm Elsa Mon Green, along with my good friend and teammate, Mike Wall. Mike, how you doing, man? You can tell we're ready for that segment already. We are ready to go to get round to the nitty-gritty. After this stuff, we're, we're ready for that segment. Exactly. <laughs> it's been a whole lot of shagoolery, shenanigans going on. Before we do that, I'll get into this read for our sponsors with Online. So now they switched it up, Mike. So basketball is mm. back. And BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. So as you continue, as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports and events, whether the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BLEAV, believe, to receive your rewards. So, BetOnline, where the game starts, Mike. So, now we got some games starting up that didn't end well mm. for uh, our boys in Lambeau Field, but they played over in uh, Detroit. Yeah, um, field, man. It, yeah, I. Watching this game, and I didn't get this. I just mostly got this because I was traveling back home. I went home to Nebraska, and, you know, we got shindanged by Minnesota Gophers. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so what, I didn't okay. have a good weekend. <laughs> what, who, what game did I see? The I thought Indiana was playing Nebraska. I must no, we played, no, we played Minnesota. That's I got it confused because I didn't care. Yeah, it was the same color. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> it's like, man, we got, yeah, we got a long ways to go, kind of like our, uh, we talking about our, our co our coworkers here to the Packers, man. It's just how do you not muster more than nine points against the, against the worst de worst defense in the league? I mean, it, it it just goes to show you that regardless if you're the last defense in the NFL, you still are the one percenters in the NFL or in the have, league. You still have you still, play. you still have players. These players can still show up and they're gonna take they're gonna be obviously with Dan, the coach, Dan Campbell, the coach, he's definitely mustered up pride in playing a full effort in this Detroit Lions roster, because even though they're last in the league on defense, but fourth in the league in offense, they going they, in every game before this game, we've seen it. They play four quarters. They've never been not, you know, even though they've made a lot of mistakes, they'll play, you know, play their hearts out. And that's kind of what we saw here, especially with a rivalry. It's easy to get up and play hard all four quarters in which they did in this game. But yeah, I just saw from their standpoint, that's what I saw. They made up, you know, they probably had, they had a lot of errors, but they had more wins than losses. And they've been dealing with this losing a lot longer than we have. So they were able to, you know, fight through some of their mistakes and then make any cash in and then play hard. And then uh, Green Bay. That's it right there. They play you know, harder than we do. They exactly. Than we do. And that's, that's what it was. 
Hey, AJ, that sucks to say. Like it that, is. that's the biggest insult you can give a football player is that as you're getting out, people are outworking you. But I don't know, like when you when you turn the tape on, I don't know how else you explain it. And, that's it. And I, I was just trying to think, like, you know, we've got we've gotten everyone's got their asses kicked before. And there's been games where you get like people are fighting harder and you get popping them out. Dude, I remember like yep. the best the best example is like in high school basketball, there was always that team who would show up. And they were doing like suicides off the bus, and you're like, "Oh, dude, this is gonna be bad." You know what it I mean? It's gonna be a long game, right? This this is one of those games where, and dude, we got some tape on this stuff. Like, you can't tape can't lie, right? Eye on the sky, don't lie, dude. There is there is just flat out guys getting beat. Now there's guys playing well, but there's just guys getting beat. And I was just thinking, like, when 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 you watch a game like that, and you've been in that locker room, what did you, what do you tell your what? Let's forget about the whole team. Let's talk right. about the guy right next to you in the locker room. Like, right. what do you tell that guy? Like, what what is your conversation with him? At halftime or at the end of the game? I don't care. I mean, you tell me. Whenever whenever you're ready to process what's going on. I, I will say this. If it's halftime, because I've been, you know, high school, I was in a game getting my butt kicked, and it's like, all right. I said, look, I don't know what y'all are going to do, but I know personally I'm, I'm not going to get my ass kicked anymore. Uh, I'm going to say that because I love everybody in this room. So if y'all want to ride with me and let's go fight, this is a fight. You know, this is a rival game. This is a straight street fight. So who has the pride in their heart and their body to say, you know what? Regardless of how this game's in, I'm going to play 100% effort, try to get rid of the mistakes, and play the football I know I could play, especially, and then take it personal because this is a personal thing. It's not on that level to where you understand, okay, this is how important it is. So have that conversation with your teammate. That's what I would say. Halftime. And then at the end of the game, it's like, all right, we, we lost. Now it's just look towards next week. That's all we can do. This game is over. We'll watch the I, film tomorrow. And you got to learn from the mistakes, right? And learn from the mistakes. Yeah. It's game over. Let's and, move and on. Get ready for uh, Dallas. Time? Okay, let's talk about this then. Because, listen, the defense, you know, they, they give up 21 a game. It's, not, it's average. They gave mm-hmm. up 15 and we lost. They give right. up 15 in Ford Field and we lost. And they shouldn't even give up 15. You watch the film, they shouldn't give up 15. No. But yeah. but 15, if you if you only give up 15, you should win the game. 100%. We knew, like, our, you talk about our offensive skill, guys. You go into this game, their secondary is a disaster. It's been a disaster. We, we watched tape- it last week. Yeah, yeah we, we watched, watched it last week. We showed tape last week. It's a disaster. We got guys running the wrong routes. We got guys running routes incorrectly. We can't beat press coverage. We can't beat man. Aaron Rodgers grabs back. He gets on his fifth step. Dude, we, there's nobody open. No. I mean, the, the the Lions had one sack yesterday that you – whatever. But they're not really pressuring them the whole game. Our offensive mm. line from a pass protection standpoint did just fine. Right. But guys are not open. I mean, and I understand there's every there, there's people hurt. Like, we can go, mm-hmm. we'll go through it. Well, yeah. But, you know, Lazard's got – what has he got? Four for 87. He's got the touchdown. Dobbs goes down. Aaron Jones goes down. Bakhtiari goes down. Stokes yep. goes down. Rashawn Gary probably tore his ACL on the turf, which is a whole other discussion. You no, know, they already clarified that. Yes, is he, he is, did. Is it for sure? It's okay. for sure. Yeah. But but you just th- there's part of me that goes, all right, listen, man, we got a lot of people injured, and all, but there's part of well, me. Well, they're doing MRI today. They're doing MRI today, okay. so they'll confirm here and probably about two o'clock our time, sometime like there, that. There's part of me that goes, okay, that's like that's five starters right there that you, you you're going out during the game, but at the same time, I'm going, hey, I don't care, like. You got guys that can win against these people, and we're exactly. not. We are not winning, and yeah. that's the bottom line. There's no other way to paint the picture. We can talk yeah. about Aaron Rodgers' bad day, 
right? He's got three, probably the worst game of his career, right? Given it's mm-hmm. the worst defense in the league. 23 mm-hmm. for 43, 291, one touchdown, three picks. Is that the worst game you've ever seen him play? Um, I would say I was thinking back. So when I, when I heard that's going, you know, see people, people saying that today and yesterday, I went back to 08. And I was like, that was his first year as a starter. So I was like, let me, I haven't, I didn't get a chance to look at it. I'm going to look at it now, Google it and check it out. But I would say maybe go back to 08. You maybe find a worse game that year. Because but he, was but he wasn't starter. a four-time MVP by then. No, no. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, mean, context, saying. contextually, like, this has got to be – it was bad. And I say, yeah, it, since he's been up to where we've now seen his potential, yeah. since – I say this, yes, probably since then, since the four MVP, Super Bowl champ, stuff like that. And and even having said that, some of the plays that he is required to make, given what he's working with, almost still seems unfair. I mean, because some of the stuff that's going on tape is 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 really that bad. But I've been well, saying it from the beginning of the season with the wide receivers getting open. That's like you. I mean, they can't get off man press. I was seeing that in game one, yeah. and then it's still a problem. And it's like eventually, as a wide receiver slash running back, whoever you are running routes, you say to yourself, "I got to get open for my quarterback." And then I got to catch the ball when it's thrown my way. Those are the two things I said in my head every time I went out for a route. Get open, catch the ball. That's it. Tuck it high and tight and then get upfield, get what I can. That's it. If I, you know, not try to make a big play, just get what I can after I catch the ball. The first thing is just catch the ball, you know, and then get, well, get open and then catch the ball. So you got to have that mindset. I I don't, I don't know if it's, I still, we don't know if it's too much for some of the young guys. We just don't know because Mm -hmm. we're not there. We're not, we're not in the room. But God, there's a lot. There's it just doesn't look good, you know. Def- and then defensively, you think about we'll show these on tape right now. That there's some miscommunication. This, but God, again, 15 points. They're, they're playing well. Goff did make plays though. Their yeah. offensive line did move bodies when they had to. Like they only averaged 3.8 yards per carry. You keep a team under four, you feel pretty good about yourself on defense, right? Especially like in this today's NFL, mm-hmm. you got to feel pretty good about yourself. But they did make plays when they had to. Uh, you know, it's just. They they've got weapon. That Swift guy can man. He can scoop. We'll show that. We'll show. Yeah, and he played beat up. You know, he had a busted shoulder. He had an ankle. Everybody's hurt now, right? Everybody's hurt. It's mid season. -season. I remember every season from the time I became a Packer. When it got to mid season, I had ankle. I had shoulder, and hands and fingers swelled up. And it was like, you know what? It is what it is. And I know y'all. I know between you and Marco and Flanny, I would see y'all every day doing stuff. But yeah, it was but we're, like, it was pickup trucks. Doesn't it was, matter. Yeah, it was doesn't a, matter it was if you're a pickup truck. You guys are built, Ferraris. Oh yeah, but we're <laughs> built the same though. All of yeah. us were built the same mentally. So that was like, you know, this this is part of the game, you know. And that's how Swift played. He played out there like it was nothing wrong. He played hard. So Jay Alexander has the pick, right? Literally mm-hmm. the next play, Rogers turns around and throws that pick. Would would he just? You know, he gets he gets off his spot a little bit because he get pressure up the middle, but mm-hmm. no excuse, right? He throws the ball behind Tunyon, guy undercuts and makes a play. Great play there. And yeah, it was it was a good it was an unbelievable catch. Yeah. But it's like it seems like this is a recurring theme. You get like you get a break and you don't capitalize on it. And is there is I mean, certainly we don't we're not gonna sit here and say that Rogers is, is missing the killer instinct. Like it's not, you no, know what I mean? But just... what what is it about this team do you think that why are we having such a hard time capitalizing? Like we it's like like, yeah. This is why we can't have nice things, nice things, guys. I'm on. This right. is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just one, it's one, it's one of these seasons. That's what you could say. You could pull up and say one of these seasons where you got your recipe, where the recipe leads to this. It starts off with you got young guys that didn't go a whole lot of time in preseason with the starting quarterback, and I mean the receivers. So you start with that. 
And then for the whole up until this game, maybe two weeks ago, everybody was putting the whole blame on. We don't have Devontae, you know, and we don't know how much the players are listening to this and how much they are not listening to this. We know that we know that we know they're listening to it. Exactly. We know we you and I know that they're hearing it. Correct. Like a lot of people say, like, oh, I don't get on social. Okay. Yeah. Every one of you knows what's going on. So layer that on top of, oh man, I gotta play my game. Where it's like, oh, um, am I in the playbook? Am I watching film? Am I making corrections? Because a lot of the MAs that we see has been going on since the first game and go back to preseason. So it's nothing new there. And then obviously the end, but then you layer in stuff that happened during the regular football season. You got injuries. You got teams coming in that then are not the team that you prepare for, you know, or they are the team you prepare for, which in this case it was. It was the Detroit Lions was, was the Detroit Lions. If the Packers pl- p- uh, score their average points, they win. You know, yeah. they, they score 24 points. They, they were win. down on the one-yard line twice. I mean, Right. So they just played above their par, and it's a rivalry game, and all that counts double at the end, as we know. So we knew that if this game was tight, the effort on Detroit side would probably get them the victory, and that's what happened. Which which sucks <clears throat> to say, but you're yeah. absolutely right. So up front, trench warfare stuff, like I, I have to say that – I don't know what's going on because see Bakhtiari is healthy. I know that he, you know, he ended up being getting a little bit hurt with that knee. Yeah. I'm assuming, but then he came in for the last series. Like the whole thing's really confusing to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But then, but then JRJ is rotating with Zach Tom now for some of the series. And it's, it's like, you aren't at a point now. If, if the, if the model has been inconsistent play for the mm-hmm. entire season, Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying that Jerry is the best lineman of all time, and I'm not saying that Zach Tom doesn't deserve a shot. I, like mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, but what I am going to say is, at some stage, the the inner three guys have not been playing very well. Whoever because of Elton Jenkins hasn't been in. Now he's in. You know, obviously right. Myers hasn't played. His, he's taking a step back, maybe. But if you continue to rotate players, you're just not going to get the result you want. And like and and I guess. Like it almost seems to me sometimes they're like, are we looking for next year? Because if that's you know if that's the case, then like right. Zach, okay, the, your worst run blocker is Josh Nyman. Everybody, it's it's been the same you know situation the whole time. Now he can pass block pretty well, so maybe that's why they keep him in. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, instead of Zach, I'm not I'm not advocating that we move Josh. I'm just it doesn't make sense to rotate right now, given the situation. Yes. Um, that, but, that that sounds to me when you start rotating. And kind of like what you said, are you looking to next year gaining experience to certain players? Um, Because that's not a good thing to rotate. Because when I hear rotate, you're not letting a player get in his groove, um, blocking, doing whatever their job is. You know, because you're, the, you're affecting Myers too. Like, right. like remember, he's not playing well. I mean, oh, he's, yeah, he's like, not. like he's not, he's not, he's not playing at the level that we thought he would. Correct. He he can he can play better. I I don't want to say he's playing poorly, but he can play better. He can play more decisive. You can see in his footwork and his body language. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to do that when you got guys that are new next to him. Every yeah, you got two new guys series. every every yeah. series. Yeah, that's not something that a player like for me that would make me just feel off, feel off yeah. because I'm like, okay, now we got these guys in. Okay, now what what are we doing? You know, let what, me ask you this: Did you know, Will Henderson and Nick Lucci block differently? Like, did they block differently for you? Was Lucci different than Will? Yeah, they're definitely okay. they were different. So I had to. I knew with Will, he was more of the space eater, and he could actually because because he was big, he was too, mm. he was a solid guy. Lucci was a little bit 
he was still the same size, but he was built differently. He was a little, he was little, like I say, he was a little softer. He wasn't as, I said, muscular as well. So he went into it. And when I knew he would go into a block, he would probably must leave his feet like a cut block. So that means I had to be behind him a few yards so I didn't get tangled up on his feet. Will would keep his feet and then drive a guy out. So then I could get on his feet and make a move and get out the hole. Yeah, so you know that. And as a veteran player, you have the confidence and the and and the you know you're you're working off your parasympathetic nervous system, so you're not you're not freaking out all the time. So right. you can you can approach this and say, okay, Will's in the game. This is how he's going to have this block. Lucci's in the game. This is maybe how he's going to do. You know, he's going to block yep. this. Exactly. As a young player, that's it's not just who you're rotating; it's all the people around them. And that's you know that's kind of the the, the point I wanted to make. You, you, should we just get on this tape, man? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's the best best thing to do. It is. So ag. I put together some stuff here. So first things first, I wanted to kind of show the first drive or the first maybe three, four plays just as a proxy of what's going on with the Packers right now. So you see this. We knew that they were going to play run defense first. They bring that safety up. Now, this is a this is a, a look that we've seen on tape for from other uh, opponents of the Detroit Lions, bringing mm-hmm. the wide receiver in so we can block off that B gap because they're just playing gap defense here. And we use this to run a play action early in the game. First play, under center, play action pass. Love it. He's got plenty of time. Throws a dart. First down. Like his big play on the you know, interior goal line. That, mm-hmm. like Those are the things that make a huge difference, right? Yep. We go second play. Again, under center, play action pass, keep pass. Now watch this. Up top. Yep. Watkins. Now he's rolling to his right. He's, yeah, he's going. Yeah. <laughs> he's going the wrong direction. Like the, And listen. For everybody I wonder on if that has to be an MA. I hope it's an you, MA. If you're if you're looking at the screen right now, he should be running across the lion's tail. That's where yes. he should be. Yep, he'd be and wide open, not. and that's he'll why Aaron Rodgers has to try to dump the ball off. I wouldn't that's say he'd be wide open, but he would be open. He would be open. Ag, that's the second play of the game. That means they scripted that play. Yeah, you see that what I mean? They went over it the night before, and obviously previous uh, days before. Uh, if you have a question, Saturday night. If right. you have a question, right? You yeah. ask the question. You make hey. sure that you know the, the script. Exactly. The first 15. This is what, you know, for a, for a veteran guy, that's tough, man. That's a tough ask. So this is kind of, a, a, again, this is an RPO, and this is indicative of what we're dealing with right now. So the, Aaron Rodgers is going to read, I think, I forgot his name. Is that Carpenter? But uh, they're gonna, Maybe. They're going to read They're going to read that linebacker. If the linebacker goes with Jones here, Regardless if we have a good play on the right, he's going to throw this to Lazard, but we're just not making these plays. And that's the hard thing. Yeah. He had had blanket covers, but he got to catch that. You got to make a good effort. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers hit his fifth fifth step here. Yep. Nothing. Nobody. Nothing. nothing. And he has a safety over top. Yeah. Nothing. First receiver. So, so, you know, people are saying, you know, complaining. And then Aaron does what Aaron does, right? He's, he's, he can still move. I think he led the team in rushing yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know? I believe so. All right, so we've been running this pony package. It's Van Winkle, I think. No, that's what in Miami. That's a Miami yeah. guy. Not, not we've been running this pony package with, with AJ and, and Aaron, okay? Mm-hmm. And one reason that they love running it is because when one of them motions out, it usually draws somebody outside of the box. And more often than not, they'll either – let me just back it up. They'll either pull – the front side guy or the back side guy? They either they either follow Aaron. Okay, here we go. They either follow him, we either follow mm-hmm. Aaron, or they or they play side. These guys don't do that. They drop the end on the back side, 
So now we can't account because our receiver can't dig out the safety in the box. We can't account for him. Mm, he's already in there. He's, uh, he's already in the box. Yeah. Right. And the reason I brought this play up is because this is the third or fourth play of the game. And then we so, do it again. And then we so do that it was good. Job. That's a good job by Detroit. You know, seeing that on film and saying, hey, this young receiver doesn't realize where the depth is on this or an RDB. If you get there at this depth, you could get in there and be a part of this play, basically. So that's a good yeah, job by them. They can't dig out, right? So nope. that's first quarter. This is fourth quarter. Same play, okay? Now yep. they got eight in the box. They just brought a DB in. Same look. They just drag him out. Now you look on the right side of the screen, you see Lazard trying to get in on five. Yeah. Right? Can't do it. Nope. Right? It, it's like, so in other words, we don't make the adjustment. All right. He gets destroyed right there. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So this, I know you saw this, right? Yeah. Like this is, this to me and, is. And he, he messed up a screenplay too, where he'd even block the guy. And it was like third, second yeah. or third quarter I saw too. This is early in the game. Like this is this is the way that when you talk about the Lions are out playing like out toughing us, and technique wise, like yeah. his hands go back real if you can. Yep. Where his hands is already right. Okay, go back. You're almost there. Right. It's on Amari. So you see where his hands are? It's trouble because they yeah. were at his hips, not up here. He's first and to punch, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that the DV took it, brought it to him on that play. That's what I would tell him in film today. I said, where your hands was at, you were asking to get punched in the face because, he, and, not, and that's what he did. He's not, he's not first. We just talked about that. You got to be first to punch, right? All the time. You got to be first. You got to be ready. You got to be first. But you know the snap count. You know the. You can't get caught off guard in a situation like that. Mm -mm. We look up yeah. top. Yeah, that's Lazard. I love these oh, no. plays. So the, look, not oh, that's all this Tyler. Stuff. That's Tyler. Excuse me. This, well, I think this. Yeah, it's Tyler Davis. So this, I, we love these plays, right? And I'm not trying to. We don't put all bad stuff on here. We talked about this last week. When you get motion coming in, it does a couple things. Obviously, it builds momentum for that blocker, that tight end blocker. But it also, mm. he's not in the line of vision for this defensive end. No. Nope. So now we get a real true crack. Pull EJ and Myers around, and I wanted I wanted to show end zone copy because watch watch Jenkins here, and this is why you love the guy and you want him in the game, you know, as often as possible. He gets around here, and just buries this dude. Obviously, mm. hard run by AJ, by uh, Aaron Jones. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Now Zach Tom. Good block by uh, Elgin. Was that yeah. Elgin? Yeah. Uh, okay. This is Zach right here. So Zach right guard, and the see where he can roll those hips. I mean. This is a big deal, not because um, not because the guy he's playing against is a great player, but mm -hmm. like, to be to be truthful, the defensive front for the Detroit Lions did give us trouble, and Zach Tom does a great job of kind of rooting this guy out of here. And again, this is why people get excited about him because he can roll his hips in a, in a way that not a lot of athletes can. He does a really good job right here, moving this guy out out the way. You see a good block on the backside between uh, Jenkins and Bakhtiari, pushing that three technique down. We get the cut back. Like, we're not killing the game here by any means, but, again, you want to highlight some of the good. Yeah, now, that was a good run. Or a good blocking right there, too. So, so structurally, AG, we're on the goal line here, and this is this turns into a series of, of disasters for the Packers, unfortunately, early in the right. game. But if you're running a dive play and you see, you see that they've got their goal line D in, what we're going to do is we're going to have Bakhtiari block all the way out on the stand-up linebacker, Jenkins all the way out on the four technique, and then we're going to have Myers block out on the two-eye. 
Okay. And then we're going to, we're going to push on the backside. So there's, there's, we've done two things. One, we're, we're accounting for the outside linebacker on a dive play, which makes no sense. He can't make the play here. Right. Okay. And we're not accounting for the middle linebacker. No. And I don't like, again, this is some of the stuff. And I don't know if this is a miscommunication or, or, or schematic issue, but if you watch mm -hmm. this play, this don't make any sense. And Myers gets beat, but really no one's, there's nobody to block the linebacker, the way they're blocking this. They just don't have, they don't, they don't have he a gets, So he gets to build up his momentum because he has nobody reaching to him. Yeah. So he I mean, gets to come just, downhill untouched. That's just not. And get, mean. and get in a better way, a better position to, to tackle a 249 pound running back. And tell, he has momentum. Tell me, would you rather have the guy coming right at you? Or would you rather have, would you rather try to run through the arm tackle and the guy on the side, the outside linebacker on the side? On his oh, dive? arm tackle all day. All day, right? Like All day. This, this is the stuff where you just kind of – this is a head-scratcher, to be honest with you. Yeah. There's a couple of these here. I got a couple of these and in the run you, game. Again, you got a 250 uh, running back. You want to give him the best position to win, especially in that short yardage goal line situation. And in a shotgun, that's not his best uh, way to build momentum to get the ball downhill. Put him in eye formation like they are now. Maybe a fullback, maybe not, but at least eye formation where he could come downhill with 250. And that's a different uh, situation, even if everybody's blocked off and he goes one and one and with the linebacker. If his shoulders are square, he's going to he's going to win and fall forward on that. Just with yes, weight sir. alone, just with weight alone. So well said. Yeah. You see the interior three here. And I just love again, like let's let's praise coach. them when they do well. Right. Yeah. We got great double teams. All over my head up. Got G under shoulder pad, under the pads, everything. JRJ gets. You know, he's got the hard job with the single block. Mm -hmm. You got Mercedes coming down. Like, this is these are this is a seven-yard run. Guar's right. coming through hard. Like, this yep. is those are the plays where you you see him and you go, okay, that's the play speed that is required to be successful against a team that plays hard. Exactly. Right? That's the play speed. Now you watch this. And you just go, a little bit of confusion here. I think this is step inside. And this is the problem, right? And you you go back as if you're you know, as an offensive lineman or you know so clearly as a running back you'd be pissed off but you got a guy here this is like a slip call between <clears throat> the tight end yeah. and the right tackle and then there and then we got a double here another slip between the right guard and the center if there's no call here the tackle can't just run by this guy and no. keep rising you know right. and it's just like it's little plays like this why you you go from averaging six yards of carry back down to four. Mm -hmm. This is the Amari thing you talked yep, about. Exactly. This is the one I saw. I was like, come on. I say AG, get in, get move your feet. Explain move your to feet. him, explain to him leverage, landmark. So he I believe he has the black 39, this outside guy. Yep. So that means take one step forward and then square your feet off. You know, where you got a, a square wide base. Cause then either way he decides to go, just run them that way. So he's gonna pick a way. He's going to pick a – he's going to say either he's going to attack my right shoulder or he's going to attack my left shoulder. If you're square, you could then, boom, adjust, grab him, and then put, take him where he wants to go. Take him left, all the way left. Take him all the way inside to the right, either way. But don't just not – don't be high like he is right now. And, again, hands are on his waist. Hands need to be up, ready for contact, to get that guy ready to go where he wants to go, basically. And, and you want to take there. him – and you're saying take him nose to nose – because he he goes to his outside shoulder, and so the guy goes inside, and you're like, you know, right. In retrospect, you go, oh, that's why you sit square, though. That's yeah. why you sit square, because okay. then either way he picks, you he he loses. 
because you could just run him. You don't you want him to go outside because it's a screen, but you don't want him to do this. That's the one thing you don't want to do. Right. You don't it's clear you don't, point, clear point to the running back, right? Yeah, clear point because this is sitting in the say if this was in the backfield and this was a running back, you don't want to get beat on the inside. So you mm-hmm. want your inside leg to be the leverage leg where you make him go outside of you because that's the block. Even if you miss contact, at least you block him because he he makes he has to avoid you. So you actually are blocking without blocking when you make a guy go around you. But if you could get your hands on him, then you complete the block and get him and push him, drive him out of the, uh, the pitcher. So Zach Tom has to go over and play left tackle. And so one of the problems is you're playing a young guy, you're moving around now, he's, he's rotating in the right guard, he's playing left mm-hmm. tackle. Okay. Yeah. So now him and Tunyon have to block. They basically have a backside C block, which means it just means that this, this backside uh, defensive ends in the C gap between the tackle and the tight end. And they got to work up to the linebacker. And this is just a function. This is why rotating people, and I know Bakhtiari gets hurt, and it's just unfortunate, but this is what happens, right? You just have these kind of plays where Zach Tom just gets pushed all the way down because he doesn't put a second step in the ground to go vertical. You're putting Tunyon in an impossible situation. And they come down, crash this, and just make a play on, you know, again, we're getting into the third, fourth quarter with all these plays matter. Mm-hmm. And with the effort that's already there, Detroit is going to ham this. They're going to ham it up. They're going to take it. This is, I just want to highlight, like, again, let's talk about good when they do good. JRJ here. Uh, oh, this got hammed up. So, JRJ here. Great job on that three oh, technique. Wow. Nice. Yes, he was it was able to turn his hips around? Yeah. In the right position. So, <clears throat> this is, this was a great play by Aaron Rodgers. I just wanted to highlight this because, so we went trips. I know that the, the, the clip got a little uh, split up. But if you look at the middle of your trips right here, you got Deguara. Now, Deguara started on the inside of the 20. Now he's on the outside of the 30. So he got rerouted outside against cover two. Okay, so the hole mm-hmm. in cover two is between the 30 and the like the 35-yard mm-hmm. line near the sideline, right? Because yep. you're going between that flat that flat defender and then and the, the safety. safety. And initially, like, he's not open. Right? No. He's, he's cut this too short. He right? could have took it two more steps, and then he would, that would have helped him a little bit. So again, this is what I'm talking about when you're running, you're running the route incorrectly. Okay. So now Rogers doesn't have anybody. So Rogers has to make something happen. He ends up making it happen because he's Aaron Rodgers, but you're making it too difficult. No, take, 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 yeah, take two more steps. Let the, let the route breathe mm-hmm. and he'll be just sitting in that, in that zone pocket right there in the Turkey shoot, as they call it. In the Turkey. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So this is like just a pass protection thing. And then again, like, I, you know, I, when, when people are watching this and, and you're kind of trying to ingest, why does everything happen? Like, why are there mm-hmm. issues? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you have a two eye to your side and slide protection, which means the center sliding to the left. So, you know, you have, you're responsible for basically the defensive tackle, the defensive end, and then the guy outside the defensive end in the slot. When the left guard doesn't put his hand on or approach anything yeah, to help this defensive tackle you're putting the center in a really really bad position because he's not a, he's not a dancing bear as much as everybody else he's not used to playing in space so mm-hmm. jenkins is going out to help zach tom because he's going to get that bull rush from rookie aiden hutchinson but you can still slam down and stop the momentum of the defensive tackle because if you don't sometimes this stuff happens and now he gets pressured early mm-hmm. and it's just it's again it's a <clears throat> this is a this is what That's i would a- call in tennis an unforced error like you don't yeah. need this to happen no, that's a you got to put a strong arm out there, not just one out there, you know, for 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 feel or for look. You got to actually feel that guy where you move him and redirect him back on top of the center. And now we got, I think this is the last one in passport. We got an under under center play action pass, and we have 
the left guard and the left tackle running out to the defensive end when you have the fullback and the halfback running through the B-gap. So my point, again, is the center is the most vulnerable player because he has to snap the ball. He has a guy on his edge. Mm -hmm. And we decide to run out away from him. And I'm saying this is a scheme thing. This isn't the player's decision. But now you're putting – and listen, yeah. Josh Myers has to get better with his hands and his footwork. Like he's losing with his inside, his left hand. That's why he's losing this, this battle. But you're creating the conditions for failure – when you make it more difficult on the quarterback than you, or the the center than you need to, and then the quarterback's scrambling around, and it's again unnecessary, mm-hmm. unnecessary stuff. Yeah, well, it's it's a play action, so they're they're looking at the play action. I already worried um, by their reaction. You know, while like you said, the guard and tackle shooting out there, they already know they've been getting a lot of pressure the whole game and several games. So that's where that that uh, panic kind of sets in, and that's what happened on that last play there. At some point, <clears throat> I mean, even Aaron Rodgers, the great Aaron Rodgers, is going to start looking at the rush. Right, hundred percent. At least start noticing it more, and and, yeah. and it seems it seems like that's happened the last couple of games. And when you see plays like that, I just again, you know, it's football isn't rocket science. We try to make it nah. sound like it's really difficult. It's really not. It's <laughs> right. really not. If you got two guys going through the B gap, you don't really need to protect it, the the tackle with your guard. It's not that. It's not rocket science. It's not hard. Yeah. So AG, this, again, I you know the Packers held the Detroit Lions who who have averaged like over 30 points at home to 15 points. So let's just give credit where credit's due. You know, this isn't going to be one of those things, but give credit to credit was due with the OC for Ben Johnson of the, of the Detroit Lions. Like mm-hmm. you want to stay in base personnel versus 12 personnel. Okay. We're going to go empty and we're going to put Preston Smith on your small slot receiver. Like, Oh yeah. They got yeah. him. Yeah. This, this is just, this is good stuff uh, from Detroit. You know, I mean, you just got to tip your hat sometimes. Yeah. All right. This is what you love about it. Personnel uh, matchup. That's what they call it. Personnel matchup. Great job by the <clears throat> by by Gary, by Sam McDuffie, who's who's got his own uh highlight reel in this in this clip because I love the way he plays. Dean Lowry here, all taking their gaps, pressing space nice. and filling hole, man. Like that that's big time ball. That's what it's about, right? Yeah. It control yeah. your gap. Now we talked that's about it. DeAndre Smith. A G. This is your okay. Okay. Way Walker's on DeAndre Smith man coverage right here. Okay. All right. You tell me what you're thinking when you see that. Okay, that linebacker. Oh, he he went the wrong direction. I'm about to get this. Me me. <laughs> yeah. That's, he 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 attacked me too quick. Like he tried yeah, to come that, at my inside instead of my outside, and I'll just give him a, like he did. He just accelerated. That's all you really have to do on. That's all DeAndre did on that. He's accelerated. Um, me maybe accelerate or maybe I drop my shoulder on him because he's at I'm at I'm at uh, an advantage. Yeah, I could I even cut back, cut back and then get north again, make a quick cut inside and get north again. He he's a boy. He's got some. He got to learn. He got well, some he's got some to explosiveness to him. I mean, Quay, Quay's. Oh, Quay's you mean DeAndre? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Quay got to learn. DeAndre Swift has yo. He has a lot of explosiveness in space, and you or you have that area. Mm-hmm. You're you're putting you got to get to him quick and then break down, come to balance. That's the biggest thing dealing with a running back like that. I wanted to show this fourth down play that was it wasn't converted, but you see like there's a communication issue and it and it and it, it applies because it, it actually happens later in the game when they do it. It does with Savage. Yeah, with Savage. Okay, so so we so we look at this. So right now they're gonna come over. Savage is gonna be in man coverage. So you got you got a bunch look down here and they go man and they have a hard time communicating this. So so we walk up and this is like cup or there's a bunch of different terms for this, but basically they're gonna take whoever empties into their space and they're gonna just play match. Yeah, and, and if you watch here, we got two guys going out. Alexander misses the 
three. One of these two guys is wrong, right? Yes. And the way Alexander's playing this, he was like going to take the outside guy. He, he was going to take his, the outside guy because his footwork, his first step was outside instead of coming right. down to eighty-five. Right, which is interesting because this guy's wide open. Like we got really, really lucky here. Super lucky. I'm like, yeah, you know? I'm like, I'm like, I thought this was the touchdown at first. Yeah, this is this is one of those this is one of those plays where that's a miscommunication error. Wanted to show Amos coming through. I love the fact that they brought some some. They're bringing DB pressure off the slot now. Try to stop this run game, right? It's something that it's something that what didn't happen for the first kind of five games of the season. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons they had to do it, right, is because the the Lions. You see this like they committed an extra lineman to the offense at, at times. They're bringing in another guy. Yeah. So they're bringing in their six offensive linemen. That's our U71 right there. Yeah, well, it's, and it's something that we've mm-hmm. talked about this season that might be good for the Packers. Mm-hmm. You see it here. And the, the benefit of it is 70's got a much better chance of canceling out Rashawn Gary here than than a tight end does. And it oh, allows, it allows Penny Sewell to double team with their right guard. And all of a sudden, they're, at, they're able to get some good movement. Yeah. If you'll get up on Stingo that safety... Block. Look at the right guard does the Dean Lowry. Yeah. I mean, there's some good stuff here. Five yard okay. game. I love, you know, I love, we love Chris Barnes, Isaiah McDuffie. I thought they were great in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And look, everyone's got physical limitations. We talked about physical athletes versus football players. And, and we, yeah. and, and, and Quay has come along. And I'm not saying for a second that they were, you know, yeah, made it's a learning. It's all a learning. You got you to learn. You got to, you got to make that decision. Like yeah. his physical characteristics are worth it. But man, just look at the way this guy, you know, sheds the block, makes a tackle. I mean, you got you just got to appreciate. We, we don't yeah. we haven't seen that this year from either guy. You know, here's another play from him, just getting yeah. downhill, getting to the hole, running around that black, getting to a hole. I mean, and, and what I like about him is he keeps his pad level square yes. and he keeps his pad level low, and he and he's using his hands. He's not letting people get on him. And he doesn't let his body get to the to the block the blocker, so he keeps he keeps off of them so he can make those square off tackles and then drive his legs through the tackle. All right, That's this what is he's you. doing. This is you, Jamal Jamal Williams, ex Green Bay Packer, on McDuffie. Check out this. That, that's I hey, like man, that's that. contact. That's good contact right that's there. Very good contact. You brought it to him. Now, that's what I like right there. This offensive line for the uh, for the Lions for the Lions. They're good. And we don't see this. This is Kenny Clark. This is Jaron Reed. Like, we don't see this very often. These guys are turned the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, you know, in these plays. This is, you know, later in the game. Yeah. And you get tired. Yeah. And this is what happens when you're not scoring points and you're not putting pressure on that offense to to drop back and put, you know, Goff in, in disadvantageous positions. You know, we, we get the – I think we had the one sack that they called back. And that's it. And it's because we kept the game so close. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got a miscommunication here on the touchdown. Savage calls it off, goes underneath the route. They're in man coverage here. Okay? Yeah, They're in man. You see Savage yeah. pointing off and say, hey, switch off. But that's that's not somebody – I mean, look, somebody's making a yeah. huge mistake – you see Savage if if Savage stays on the other guy he's still wide open because he undercut the he tried to undercut under the slot receiver Titans wide open in the end zone anyways but yeah. they have a miscommunication here and it's just easy it's literally nobody covering him and again it's just miscommunication there's it's not skill it's not anything else no it's not talking right communicating right AG tell me what was wrong with that play you want me to see, you want to see it again yeah the formation 
No, no, this guy. play right here. Watch yeah, this. this. Yeah, this one. Yeah. This is the sack by Anigbari. Tell me what's wrong with this. Perfect. Stiff arm, chop the arm down. Well, he's on he's on there on the island for one. They're talking about the tackle for Detroit. No, they called they called they called roughing the passer for hitting him in the helmet. Oh. That's Go back. That's Hold what, up. That's what Roger Goodell wants the NFL to be right now. Hold on. They call this roughing the passer. I thought right you were looking at. He touched his helmet. Oh wow! That's that's like bang bang. That's so fast. Like you can't he fell, even. He and he was already down. going down. He was he already down. going he down. He touched his helmet, and they called. He, he the reached for him just to touch him. Yep. Like just to say you're. Otherwise, down. he doesn't get credit for the sack. Exactly. That's 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 been happening forever. So he doesn't get touched. Jeff or Golf could get back up. Yep. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? Oh man! Yeah, that one right there. That, oh yeah, that was driving me nuts. So they motioned down to like a, a, a trips bunch, a bunch release. Yep. Okay. And you just look at leverage right now. This is this is actually a great design, a play design for the Detroit Lions. So <clears throat> we've got outside leverage by our corner on our nickel. Yeah. And so they're just gonna run like a they're gonna run trail crossers. Okay. Yeah. They just got a guy coming underneath. And I just you can't throw this play without it without a big time arm at quarterback and Goff. You know, second pick in the draft for a reason. Mm -hmm. This is a tight window because they they don't have anybody over here holding Quay Walker to you know come over to the to to pass the hash mark. This is a tight window. This is a big time throw, but this is also a big time design by these guys and the ability to diagnose like we play this we play heavy outside leverage here. We're not even going to try to mess with that side of the field. We're just going to bring these guys down, run a trail, and all you got to do is hit that second window. Mm -hmm. That's big time play. And the and these things like you know this is this this yeah, happens watching as a lot of film. Watch my film. And this is, and that's what happens in the context of games, right? Ag like sometimes we think like sometimes we think as players that we should be able to diagnose and see every play, especially like when we watch it here, it's like so obvious. But when you're in that moment, like you have to process all this information. Like that's why there that's why there's big plays in the National Football League, even though you've probably seen that play on tape like 20 mm -hmm. times, because mm -hmm. like still it's like to be able to recall it and know exactly where to be. And then the yeah. other guy's getting paid a lot of money to do a good job as well, right? Yeah, because um, when you see it repped over repped from mental reps, getting it in film, watching it on your own, and then the physical walkthrough reps to the live action reps, then when when the play comes out right because you didn't react you, or you reacted, you didn't think about it because you've been seeing it, you thought about it all week long. So that's where the, re the rehearsal, all the reps you're talking about, you get that, then you can react better to plays. So we, this is the uh, the touchdown, the second touchdown. So we got sure. another bunch look, and now they brought they have a safety in, right? So this is this is uh, again kind of unfortunate. Yeah. So we look at the release, same situation down here. In that now now they're playing zone. Quay Walker's just going to match the guy that comes inside, right? Yeah. So first first guy goes upfield. Alexander's needs to be upfield. Quay's yeah. going to take the underneath route. He's getting 32. Right. And and Savage, we got they're they're an empty set. So we got three over here, two on the other side. They're going man to man over here. Savage is going to lean towards the three receiver side, and they're going to put those guys match up man to man over there and hope for the best. Now, again, you just don't quite know what's going on here. But I guess because we're looking at eyes, especially particularly we're talking about Savage right now, we get yeah. a golf size. He just loses the receiver. Yeah, because he's totally looking and not seeing the guy crossing his face. He feels him because they bump into him. You know, he bumps into Savage before he catches the ball. But yeah. by that time, his momentum is going opposite of the receiver. 
So, yeah, when I saw that play, I'm like, okay, his eyes is on the quarterback and not knowing that a clear comes across her and then he gets he gets beat off the, the eye movement from Goff. So, good job by Goff there. Yeah, so. it's, it's and again, it's just – it's a miscommunication or it's mm-hmm. it's an error. It's an un, it's not necessarily an unforced error. It's something that you would expect him to make, you know, make do with because Alexander is going to be in that throwing window. Like if he's in his right spot and throwing, if he's not trying to undercut that and get a pick, he's just playing like hard zone defense right there. Mm-hmm. Vince Savage just doesn't necessarily feel like he's got to run all the way over. Maybe he has more space. You, you don't know, but the guy's got to make plays too, right? Yep. Gotta the other team's got to make so. plays. You want to hit some of these mailbag questions? Yeah, let's do that. All right, man. So from what the fans are asking. This is this is the question that, you know, last night you started about talking about <laughs> we're getting out physical. It's true. Who are the tough guys on this offense? Now, mm. defense, I think I think we can agree that, you know, I don't know if Kenny Clark's been playing at the at that same level as it was the first couple games. Right. But you know, you, you see some guys on defense. Like I think Adrian Amos is, is like is a tough guy. Mm-hmm. I, I think with Sean Gary, I, unfortunately he's hurt. Yeah. Preston Smith, like I think those guys play hard. I think our front four are tough guys. Right. Who's our? T- I'm not saying that we don't have any. And I and I'll just let's take Aaron Jones off the table because I think he, he's he's oh, the yeah. most obvious one. Who are the tough guys on offense? I want to say between I know a few of the old linemen. Um, I would say uh, by tough guys we mean we mean guys that if when it starts going bad they get better right you get punched in the mouth I punch back I step into I step into it I don't mean back what is, I say I would say AJ he's one of those guys he's played hard in tough games this season or they've had him um, a few Mercedes. I see Mercedes and yeah I would say Mercedes. Um, Alan Lazard is my. Alan, I was got. I was just thinking that. I was thinking Alan Lazard. I That's just it. don't know that he's a number one wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. just I because bet. his inability to get separation. I mean, he because he's so because it's just his size. I think because his size does matter. Mm-hmm. Um, being a two twenty five wide receiver, mm-hmm. you know, you're obviously you know, if he does have that, his he does have a fast switch, but it's not the elite fast twitch to have that breakaway pull away speed, but. Um, but I truly see him as a number two, but he's doing his best right now. Um, not his what, fault. You know, no, it is. It's not just, I mean, it's, it's genetics. It's yeah. the way the team's going. You got people hurt now. You know, Dobbs is going now, so it's going to be a little bit more pressure on him to continue to make plays. He's beat up. It looked like he has a shoulder sh- a harness on, so you got to play through it, you know, be, be a football player right now. And, and he did yesterday. Like, there's no complaints, did. right? It's nope. just, it's like, you, it's okay to be limited. And I, and I think that's, you know, when you when you start, but if you if you have too yeah. many guys that are limited in too many positions, then it's a problem. Then you start, yeah. Then you start looking at, and this goes into the next question. You know, this go that goes into like personnel. Do we have the right people? So, what changes would you make? This question. These are all Twitter questions from the mailbag. Appreciate everybody who, who who asked them. What changes would you make to salvage the team? Either depth chart or scheme. Good question. Uh, I say scheme wise. I say probably more scheme because I'm a I got to roll with the players that are in there. Um, and we know who they are um, offensively and defensively. You know, it would be what I mentioned weeks ago, and they've done it a few times where they commit to the run and they have an eye formation run sets to where and then play auction play action off that offensively mm-hmm. to get to get some semblance of an offense going um, to where then you can start working on consistency because then consistently we'll be picking up three to five yards of carry 
and then play action off that where we'll see hopefully, you know, some big plays, maybe some medium completions to short yardage completions. And now all that tallies up at the end. I mean, I see that because I say that because when you look at look at somebody like Tom Brady when he's with the Patriots, he will nickel and dime people, you know, be between Bill Belichick and McDaniels calling plays. They were OK with three yard gains, two yard gains, five yard gains. And he invented boom. the wide receiver screen, right? Exactly. The bubble, the bubble screen. Right? Exactly. Eventually, that three or five yards will accumulate between defenses being tired and wore out. And then, boom, here comes a big play because now everybody's a little bit exhausted and they want something to happen. They try the defense. You know how defensive players think we want to be three and out. We don't want to be out here all, you know, for five, 10 minutes. We want to get three plays and put y'all offense back on the, the shelf. But that doesn't happen when you have a well-planned offensive scheme and it's simple. It doesn't have to be really complicated in terms of the formations, in terms of what you do. You know, you bring in the complication later once you have the defense in your pocket. That means you are controlling their, you dictating what they're calling to try to stop you. I would put Rudy Ford in the game because he makes he's a better tackler at safety at the safety mm-hmm. position. I just do it. I don't I don't, I don't have any regrets about it. Um, I would I would seriously consider telling Bakhtiari to shut it down for the year, and yeah. for no other reason than when you have to rotate guys. I think it just is. I mean, he's such a net positive, so I I mm-hmm. I, I hate saying that, but it's like it would be better for Zach Tom. It would be better for the team if Zach Tom gets all the reps versus like come in third, you know, third quarter because because he can't go. Right. Uh, or you know, maybe maybe there's enough reps in practice that it doesn't matter because I it's that's a tough that's a tough thing for me to say because Bakhtiari's him being in there is better than him being not being in there if he's if he's at all healthy. But I, it just feels like it, or maybe at the very least we stop rotating at the interior and just leave it what it is right now and just and just try to like get the most out of this year and this and this group. Um, schematic, reps. Yeah. schematically, I'm with you, but you know, it's because Aaron Rodgers is adamant that he wants to go, you know, he is, he wants to reduce motion and go shotgun. Then I'm like, okay, let's run the play action. Like we're going full zone or we're going like gap scheme play act, like real play action stuff. You could mm-hmm. still turn, you can go behind, you can go underneath, but you got people moving. You have bodies moving, whether it's through tackle guard pulling, whether it's through everybody's going to the right. We have the backside tight end coming over to, to block on the edge. But we're doing something that is actually recreating a true play action pass so that you can build your offense off of that. So you have your favorite runs and you build your plays off of that and they mirror one another, which is like mm-hmm. we're saying the same thing. I'm just trying to suggest that if we go through, if we do want to go through shotgun, because that's what your quarterback wants mm-hmm. to do, then you still you have to move bodies up front and make it still sell the run, which is I don't think something we do quite enough, me personally. Correct. Correct. This is, I don't know if either of us can answer this, but like you just saw <laughs> right. those communication errors in the secondary. Like, I don't understand why they can't communicate at a higher level. And, and in particular, the one where they switch man coverage on the motion across. And so the tight end's wide open on the backside fake. Mm-hmm. You just go, like, AG for me, I just go, like, how is that even possible that they no. make that big of a mistake? Mm. No, I don't know. I mean, so I say the bigger, the best thing you do, I mean, it's not the best thing. You just got to work on having during the week practice and film watching having these conversations because that's the only way you'd be on the right place because you're going to hit you got so many options when you're sitting in cover one cover two you know cover one press you got so many options that you can only do because it's responsibilities that got to get uh, handed off if you're going to change like that in in a, in a live action in a game 
because you're going to leave somebody like that what happened there at a disadvantage um when you when you say hey i'm gonna take it i'm gonna take it i'm gonna stay here and take it well if you take it then you know you got to bust it over there <laughs> to to get that guy and try to avoid traffic as you're trying to get to him so just be mindful of it. so just knowing that before you make calls doing that during the week and going over it getting those mental reps that's that's say that's the basic and simple way i would say try to do that because in game you, you in game fast time real time it's hard to do it it seems like and that one in particular because they've run that defense before i mean the, like situationally you've done that in practice and the fact right. that when they ran motion somebody made a a switch call and it didn't happen the way it was supposed to mm-hmm. and then you see savage run underneath the slot to try to get to the tight end my instincts tell me that he was the one making the mistake and mm-hmm. then you couple and i might be wrong but then you couple right. that with the other situation at the end of the game and the struggles that he's had and maybe it's again like i i go rudy ford because maybe it's just time that he like you put him in a situation maybe he starts playing slot nickel maybe you know you put Rizzo, mm-hmm. because stokes is hurt now yeah so maybe Rizzo goes out and he plays slot nickel and you just you start reducing his package as far as what his responsibilities are because safety like corners more. Hey, I got to, you know, you have coverage and everything, but like safety is a lot more run responsibility. There's just a lot more going on because you can, you have more of the field. So maybe, maybe that helps him and reduce kind of reduce his playbook. So he can mm-hmm. really focus on getting good at these certain things. Cause it just seems right now that, you know, you feel like he's in quicksand almost. Yeah. Cause he's um, reading things with his eyes, different ways, um, not the proper way. Cause he got stuck looking at golf. You know, look at him off, and he didn't wasn't aware of a guy basically crossing his face, and so that right there just see, tells me he's not tracking well. And we said this last year at the end of the season in the 49ers game, it was a touchdown thrown there where he wasn't tracking properly. He wasn't tracking who he had and reading the quarterback, and kind of get lost in translation when you're multitasking. You can't be multitasking there. You got to be have your assignment and stick to it defensively because defensively, one player is off, then it, it blows up the whole play. So the last question we had is what's going on in the locker room after a loss like that or after a situation that's go that that you know we're five in a row now, I think. Yeah. And then I just thought, well, you know, what's what's your worst lion story? What's your worst lions loss? Like I I know what mine is, but what what's yours? Well, it was one, of, it's probably the same one. It was probably that old three season. And when we were there, it was Thanksgiving and we had the mm-hmm. retro jerseys. Uh and we lost to them because it's just like it's it's almost and like they were terrible. Right, we beat the brakes off him earlier, yeah. And we and we're just sitting there like, you know, I'm in, in it, but it's, for me, it's all internal. You know, I'm like, look, I'm like, how did I, what they, did I they do? They out, they out that play, that game. I remember they out physical us. Yeah, I'm like, what did I do? Because I always looked at myself first. Yeah. You know that. I'm like, what could I done? Right, you know, did I? Did I'm thinking about plays. You know, obviously at that time, I'm going back to every play I had a mistake on. You know, if it was, could it been better? What could I get better or different? Right there for me. But some guys are external. They're throwing shit. They're yelling, screaming. Yeah, right. They're mad. You know, you know, guys are talking, not talking, you know, to one another at that moment. Unless we until we get on the plane, then guys start, you know, having a good time, basically, because it's like, look, hey, game's over now. We watch it. We gonna watch film tomorrow. We already know that. And then we got to deal with it one more day. And then we're going to get ready for the next team, you know, coming in. Here. So that's for me. That was my locker room experience after a loss when it was like, why did how did we we shouldn't have lost it? This was a game that we should have won. If we just showed up to play ball properly, but we didn't, we lost. Now let's watch the film and then get ready for the next game um, after this. I didn't realize, like, I didn't think about this when I wrote this question, but (laughs) easily 
my is my worst game of my life was was uh, we were up in Lions and it was where I got benched. Oh, I, I, I gave up. I Tracy Stra- Scroggins. This guy's not even a pass rusher. Just I, I I didn't know how to pass it, so I was short sitting this guy in Detroit when I couldn't hear the you know snap count. But I was terrible. Right, right. I just kept getting beat and beat. And I gave up. I think I gave up three sack fumbles in like one half. Not sack sack fumbles. And oh. they benched me, and like that was the end of my year that year. Really, I got I got in some scrub time and everything, but like I stopped. That was the last time I, you know, that was that was my third year when everything went really bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you're in that situation, so like that was my rock bottom, and I think the Packers are kind of at rock bottom right now. And the only right. thing that I can say is, when you hit rock bottom, like you really do have to look in the mirror and make a decision on, okay, how like what kind of you know, lack of a better content, like what kind of man do I want to be here? Exactly. You know, what, what kind of human do I want to be? Do, do I want to make my family proud or am I just going to go sit and wallow in my misery? Am I point fingers at other people? Am I going to say yeah. this is so, but it's so's fault because they weren't giving me help or am I going to like try to, you know, it might take time, but am I going to try to fix my stuff? And I think exactly for the Packers, that's really, that's really all you can do right now. Like whether you're a coach, personnel, staff, the players in the locker room, like it's so easy right now to say, Okay, the wide receivers don't aren't running the right routes the right way. Like Frank Reich just got fired. Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like, people, like right. heads are rolling across the league right now. Like college so, football everywhere is everywhere. It's so easy to do that. Yeah, and it might be the right thing. Like that, I'm not saying it's the right or wrong thing to do. As far as like, should should heads start rolling? Should should we be making trades? Should people get should people get cut? Should players be getting cut from their starting roles? Should mm-hmm. should coaches get cut when you lose this many games? Everything's on the table, yeah. but I think I think as a collective, no matter what happens, you need to be a you know we a man, lack of better term you need to be a grown man about it and go yeah or be an adult be, a, be, be an, an adult, adult. about it yep. that's better and go hey listen I'm responsible for my part I'm clearly not doing my job I need to do my job better how am I going to do it better so I can help the collective that's exactly. the only way you get out of this situation that's it that's what you got to do. Last All last right. two things, but get off yes, my it. lawn. Get off first my thing, lawn. First Let's thing, AG, this goddamn AstroTurf just or turf, not AstroTurf. Phil just turf. Took, just just took Rashawn Gary. I had the I had the clip up there because he literally just oh. he literally just runs, like tries to break. Yeah, you know, like break down. Doesn't hit anybody. Non-contact injury. So non-contact. Non-contact. Non-contact injury. And you're just like, well, there goes the season of our best defensive player. Oh man! You know, yeah, I just I just heard about it this morning. I was listening, just kind of letting. I was working out, letting the radio, uh, TV run in the background, mm-hmm. and that was the one thing that got my attention. Like, oh man, this is a problem. You know, we the NFL already. The NFL talks about player safety, and this is why. This is why we, you know some of the, like this is why I I'm so um, uh, non accepting. I think of some of the stuff that comes out of the media. Mm-hmm. Be- or cynical about some of this stuff because with player safety and you know the tackling or we teach how to tackle with our shoulder now and then blah blah blah, and uh, helmets are different and it's like the stadiums still have turf and then they literally manufacture um reports or they pay for reports that say there's no statistical difference between turf and grass and it's like i don't care first of all that's not true every player's ever played on either know it's knows it's not true um, but even if it was true, mm-hmm. 
the fact that you've moved this to 17 games, and I know we have, you know, some people might say the NFL PA is, is not had good leadership in this, in this specific in this department. Correct. And now they're going to go to 18 games. And I'm sure D Smith and those guys will allow it to happen. Honestly, even though they say they won't, I hope they right. don't, but I, I honestly, I think they will. Right. They, they know the dollar signs. It's the only negotiation thing they <laughs> well, have. 17. So yeah. But, but with all the money that's being put in, you're telling me you can't like the, the owners can't afford grass. They're just, they're choosing not to. And I, and I can't, be, I honestly can't believe that this has after all these decades has not become a mandatory thing where you have to have grass. They can grow grass and move it in. They do Easy. it in multiple stadiums across here in Europe all the time. All and the, we yep. still are using this crap because they're trying to save a few bucks. It sucks, man. I've, I've, I mean, I've seen so many not contact knees since I played. I mean, it's just like, oh, interesting. But no, right. as you say that, yeah, it just it boggles my brain. You know, I'm just like, okay, whatever. I see what they're doing here. What's the next one, man? Okay, so this, this is fantastic because I don't even know what to think about this. So Frank Wright gets fired to this morning. That is and then crazy. We, which is great. Which is not what. Listen, it's his. I know they're not having a good season. I know they're not having a good season, but it's, it's but it's crazy. also like okay, you brought you know you you had uh, Rivers, and then you brought in Wentz, and you paid a lot of money for Wentz and draft picks, a lot, right? And and, and now you, you're running with this uh, with or whatever his name is, and it's it's just not working out for you, right? So there's you know you know heads got to roll. Literally. Jeff Saturday, ESPN analyst. Jeff Saturday is the interim coach. ESPN analyst, who is a former Colt, six times. Jeff Saturday is famous, obviously, a lot of respect. the Packers. A and, lot of respect, and, correct. And getting a Pro Bowl vote when he got benched for uh, Corey Lindsley. I mean, mm. but he had a fantastic career. He's a fantastic great player. player, great mind. No, I, no problem with it, but oh my God. Right. Dude, if you're the Colts organization, if you're a coach or a player, are you going like, Jeff wasn't Jeff Satter just on ESPN? Like he does, he's never coached. He's never coached in his life. I literally this is one of the this is one of the most bizarre things. And I, I part of me loves it, but this is one of the most bizarre things yeah. I've ever heard. And AG, if I'm a coach there, I just like my whole purpose in life just kind of went out the door, dude. I'm wait a second. This <laughs> this guy because he because he was a good player here, he, he gets to be head coach now. Yeah, I love it. Right. I mean you look at it as a coach there, you saying that because usually a guy that becomes an interim is a guy who's a wide receivers coach or the D line coach or somebody that's already on staff that's been there the whole season. They know the schemes offensively, defensively, and special teams. That's usually the way to go. So as we've seen in sports, not just football, as sports, we've seen some bizarre situations pop up, decisions made. That are interesting. That's what I say. Very says, interesting. <laughs> it says he's a consultant for the team. And listen, like you know, the Colts organization, like you know, we don't know how they operate, right? But uh, you know, you think about, you, you think about. So you like, he was a great player for there. You know, you, were, I, I was a good player in Green Bay. You, you had a great career. You're the Packers all time leader in Russia. I I remember there was a time. I I remember there was a time with with McCarthy that he wasn't he wasn't allowing ex players to come back and like he changed yeah. all the, all the locks, mm -hmm. right. He wouldn't let yeah. his players come in the building. Mm -hmm. And so you think about the contrast with the green Bay Packers. And I, I, and I, you know, I showed you my, my Carolina Panthers beanie and the swag that I get. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. And, and 
And then you look at the Colts, and not only they've hired, or the, I don't know if they're paying Jeff Saturday to be a consultant or he's doing it for, you know, for free, but, you know, all this. And now he's going to be the interim head coach. And you and I, you know, you live there. Like, when's the last time you were in the building? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I do fan experiences, not for coaching. I'm talking about, no, but I'm talking about when's the last time you were in the locker room, like, saying hi to the players. Like, it's just, a, it's amazing how Probably different. Probably like five years ago. It's like a, di- it's a different experience now, isn't it, man? Like, yeah. Green Bay's different. Like, I remember when we were there, when Sherman was there, we see old players all the time. Yep. The old side, Fuzzy Thurston, they'd bring him in. You know what I mean? Yep. Those guys would come in. Bart, it was the best in the world. Bart, we see and, Fuzzy, Jerry, Dave. You know, I know him by first name. Yeah. You know, I know Dave, this Dave Robinson. You know, I, I call him Dave. What's up, Dave? How you doing? You know, I, I <laughs> hope, I hope that if let's, God forbid the Packers decide to make a switch, I hope that your phone starts ringing here pretty soon because be based nice. on what, based on what the Colts just did. There's no reason that Amon Green couldn't be the next interim coach of the Green Bay Packers. Right. And you heard it here first. There you go. Give it to me, baby. We're going to have some it. fun in this thing. <laughs> It'll be, hey. this is going to be a week, man. I, if, 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 if something doesn't happen at 1265, I would be shocked. Yeah. I'm not talking about coaches. I, yeah. Play, if something doesn't change at 1265 this week, I would be shocked. What about you? Um, I I'm I don't surprises like I'm not I like surprises so I will enjoy it and not be shocked because I've seen things like this already in football and baseball and basketball like what is our college football you know it's like but AG I'm saying something should I I'm saying yeah no I, I, yeah I mean, it should I'm happen agreeing. right yeah I'm thinking you, I'm agreeing I'm agreeing with you something should happen I'm just saying I'm not going to be surprised mm-hmm. because of what I've seen in the last ten years of sports. Uh, in our in our in the United States, it's like okay, what else can happen, or what else our team going to decide to do? And this is a team, as we know, without an owner. You know, this is a committee of people and a team president. So that still that's then another interesting part on what will or may not happen. You know, coming this week. So just wait and see for me. That's how that's how I roll. I roll with the punches. <laughs> oh yeah, certainly. We're we're in a, we're in a position where we can say whatever we want right now. It doesn't matter, but I you know, seriously, as somebody, you know, people who you know, you're still emotionally invested in the team somewhat, you go this like this kind of you see this 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 is like I my mind is blown right now cuz Jeff Saturday yeah. is just an offensive lineman to me, you know. I go, right. "Oh my. What in the hell is going on right now that they just gave him the interim head coaching job?" Right. I'm like, I love it. Wow. I love it. Gotta right. love it, man. That's all I can say. Gotta love it. Hey, thanks for doing this, Mike. Uh, let everybody know where they, you can find your or where they can find you uh, with your socials. Yeah, Michael sixty eight on Twitter. Process to perform on Instagram. Oh, Michael sixty eight on uh, TikTok now, which Ooh. you know wormhole Ooh. of death right there. <laughs> oh, I know you breaking down film like crazy on there, right? That's what you're doing. I know oh. you. No, I haven't. Well, I'm still trying to figure out TikTok. TikTok's okay. a little bit dangerous to me. Deal. Okay. All right. Well, let me know when you figure it out. I'll go check you out there. You can follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Green 30 all one word. I'm on TikTok too with my gamers lounge, Amon Green Gamers Lounge. It's easy. It's not, I don't think it's too scary. I'll no, say, it's not as- that. It's, it's, it's addictive because it's oh. to be addictive. So I get on there and then, you know, God forbid, like, you know, you, you put your phone down on TikTok on the wrong thing. And then you got to sit and you know, endure, you know, uh, you know, like uh, pimple cream commercials or something like that for the next four days. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, the, the the algorithm. 
the aggro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. Their algos are like it's it's and, and yep. first of all, yeah, there's a whole that's another discussion. Yeah, that's it, a whole other conversation. It, it was it was fun to, fun today, AG. We'll we'll, uh, we'll pick this up on Thursday. See you Thursday, guys. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.